This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday the 15th of September. I'm Sonal Patel. And I'm Tom Clayton. The Queen's coffin is now lying in state in the Palace of Westminster for the public to pay its final respects. She's been a rock that's always been there. You know, politicians change, wars have happened, but the Queen has always been there. And it's the end of an era. And Russia's evacuation of contested regions in Ukraine is labelled an embarrassment. President Putin actually is coming under criticism some 15 or 20 locally elected officials in Russia have publicly asked he resign. Times of London Daily World Briefing. After a final journey from Buckingham Palace, the Queen's coffin is now lying in state in the Palace of Westminster. At 22 minutes past two, the cortege set off, watched by thousands of people lining the route. A field gun sounded and Big Ben told. On the coffin rested a wreath and the imperial state crown. As the coffin went past, there was respectful applause from those watching. It was accompanied by the king and his sons, as well as other members of the royal family, walking in step behind the horse-drawn gun carriage bearing Her Majesty. Tens of thousands of people lined the route to witness the procession, many of them visibly moved by the moment. She's been a rock that's always been there. You know, politicians change, wars have happened, but the Queen has always been there. And it's the end of an era. So she's a motivational individual, inspirational woman. She has that magic about her, much more than monarchy. She's an icon of icons. The coffin draped in the royal standard will now lie in state in Westminster Hall, allowing members of the public to pay their respects before a state funeral on Monday. In the hall came the first watch of the vigil, a ceremonial bodyguard of the monarch and officers from the household cavalry. A short service was conducted by the Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby. Oh God the maker and redeemer of all mankind, grant us, with thy servant Queen Elizabeth and all the faithful departed, the sure benefits of thy son's saving passion and glorious resurrection. As many as 400,000 people were expected to file past the coffin in a final act of mourning. I was very moved. It was a very solemn occasion. Everybody was quiet and silent. And those mourners will have queued through the night, joined by hundreds of others joining the line, which stretches for two miles from Westminster Hall to Blackfriars Bridge. Volunteers from the St John Ambulance Service are looking after them, including Mike Gibbons. We support our communities, and at the moment we're seeing the communities coming into London. And in London we're working with colleagues in the NHS, to make sure that um, we've got one joined-up approach to providing medical cover. The Queen's coffin will lie in state until the funeral on Monday.
It's been described as one of the biggest challenges in security in British history as kings, queens, emperors and presidents arrive to show their respects to the late Queen. Sir Mark Lyle is a former security advisor. The President of the United States, the President of Israel, the Emperor of Japan, all the European royals, President Bolsonaro of Brazil, many of these people are high-profile potential targets. And they're all having to be in one place at one time. For King Charles, though, a day of rest from public duty before a visit to Wales tomorrow. To the Ukrainian capital city of Kyiv, where the President Volodymyr Zelensky's car has been involved in a traffic accident, but the country's leader says he's not seriously hurt. Zelensky's back in the capital after visiting the town of Izium, one of the places recaptured from Russian forces as part of a rapid counteroffensive. President Zelensky claims his soldiers have taken back 8,000 square kilometres of land since the start of the month. He's promised to lead his country to victory. Zelensky's also also branded Russia's escape from the counteroffensive embarrassing, then accusing Russian forces of turning the occupied regions now being reclaimed into toilets. William Courtney's a former special assistant to the US president for Russia, Ukraine and Eurasia. He's told Times Radio Ukraine's progress is causing some disquiet in Moscow. There is now concern in Russia among pro-military bloggers and, and other supporters of a strong military operation in Ukraine criticizing uh, what has gone on as a catastrophe, uh, as a rout. President Putin actually is coming under criticism. Some 15 or 20 locally elected officials in Russia have publicly asked he resign. Meanwhile, Ukrainian officials say a dam in central Ukraine's largest city, Kriviri, was targeted by cruise missiles, causing flooding and civilian evacuations. Ukrainian MP Inna Sovson reacted as she got the news. We heard uh, some terrifying news of Russians hitting with a bomb Kriviryk, uh, which is uh, the president's native city on the south uh, of Ukraine, um, and 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 they have hit really close to the uh, to the residential buildings. So that is what they respond with, and we we expect that those missiles attacks will in fact uh, increase in numbers. The attacks on the city come as we hear of further rocket strikes elsewhere in the country. Early on Wednesday morning, a missile hit an apartment building in Mykolaiv, killing two people and injuring three more. Serhii is a resident and a survivor of the attack. I don't know how I managed to stay alive. I don't know what time it was, around 1am, 2am probably. The stones and glass fell on me. I stood up. It was impossible to walk barefoot in here. There were piles of debris around. Russia continues to deny targeting civilians. On the way, could the end of the pandemic finally be in sight? And one of tennis's greatest ever players hints at a possible return. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Next to the United States, where R&B singer R. Kelly has been found guilty of child sexual abuse in his second federal trial. The jury convicted the 55-year-old on six out of 13 counts after a four-week case in his hometown of Chicago, but didn't find him guilty of obstructing justice relating to his 2008 trial, which ended in acquittal. The trial centred on a 30-minute video of Kelly abusing a 14-year-old girl. 
The victim, known by the pseudonym Jane, didn't testify in court 14 years ago and jurors ultimately quitted him on all counts. But Jane, now 37 years old, testified last month that she is that person in the footage. She said Kelly had sexually abused her hundreds of times before she turned 18. That tape and two others were shown to jurors during the trial. Four other women accused the singer of abusing them as children and more than 30 witnesses testified. During Monday's closing arguments, which featured graphic descriptions of child abuse, one juror suffered a panic attack. R. Kelly, whose name is Robert Sylvester Kelly, was found guilty of three counts of enticing minors for sex and three counts of producing child sexual imagery. After the verdict was read, Kelly's lawyer, Jennifer Bonjean, criticised prosecutors who she said had charged counts that they couldn't win. At Kelly's New York trial last September, jurors heard how he trafficked women for sexual abuse between different US states, assisted by managers, security guards and other members of his entourage. He was then sentenced to 30 years in jail. US media have noted that the 2021 conviction marked the first time since the Me Too movement that black female accusers had taken centre stage in a major sex abuse trial. He's still facing state charges of aggravated sexual abuse in Illinois and prostitution and solicitation charges in Minnesota. The World Health Organization says the finish line is in sight as we close in on the end of the COVID-19 pandemic. The organization's director general is Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus. Last week, the number of weekly reported deaths from COVID-19 was the low since March 2020. We have never been in a better position to end the pandemic. We're not there yet, but the end is in sight. The WHO has now released six short policy briefs outlining key actions all governments must take to help bring the pandemic to a close. They include guidance on testing, vaccination and maintaining infection control. Saskia Popescu is an epidemiologist at George Mason University in Virginia. She's given Times Radio her assessment. So much of these conversations are around is when do we start to live with COVID and treat it as a infectious disease that is likely just a long-term issue we need to manage essentially and treat it in the context of other infectious diseases, vaccines, primary care, interventions like masking. We do have to have conversations about when we move the declaration of a public health emergency. It's been exactly 30 months since the WHO declared COVID-19 was a pandemic. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With today's sports and news of a possible surprise comeback, here's John Jackson. It turns out we may not have seen the last of Serena Williams on a tennis court after all. During a television interview in the United States on Wednesday, the 23-time Grand Slam champion teased that there could be more to her illustrious career when she singled out decorated NFL quarterback Tom Brady's short-lived retirement. The American suggested that Brady had started a really cool trend after he retired from the NFL in February, only to reverse his decision six weeks later. He's just started his 23rd season in the league with a win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it sounds like Serena will keep us guessing as to whether we'll see her victorious on the court again in the future. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Netflix says its drama series The Crown has gained popularity since the passing of Queen Elizabeth. 
The series, which follows the events of the late Queen's reign as monarch, has been criticised in the past for the fabrication of stories and events on occasion. The first season, released back in 2016, has entered Netflix's top ten list this week for the first time, with over 17.5 million viewing hours around the world. Data analytics firm Whitmedia's found that from September the 9th to 11th, there was an 800% increase in viewers in Britain compared with the previous weekend, while the number in the United States more than quadrupled and the rise was threefold in France. Filming of the sixth series, in which the Queen is played by Imelda Staunton, was halted last week due to the passing of the Queen. And finally, with the Queen's funeral due to take place in London on Monday, several major companies have said they'll not be opening for business. Department store Harrods, furniture giant IKEA and clothes retailer Next will all remain closed on the bank holiday as a mark of respect for Queen Elizabeth. Large supermarkets will also close on the day, though some smaller stores, including Sainsbury's, will be open later in the afternoon. McDonald's have also said their restaurants will remain closed until 5pm, while coffee retailer Costa say over 2,000 branches will close, with some minor exceptions. Amazon say their warehouses will remain open, but deliveries in the morning will not go ahead. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday the 15th of September. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. 